0: Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for GWBC Radio's Open for Business. Now, here's your host.
1: Lee Cantor here, another episode of GWBC Open for Business, and this is going to be a fun one. Today on the show, we have Lindsay Hinger with Gifting with Valor. Welcome, Lindsay.
0: Thank you so much, Lee. I really appreciate you having me.
1: Well, I am so excited to learn what you're up to. Tell us a little bit about Gifting with Valor. How are you serving folks?
0: Well, uh, we've found that organizations that pursue military causes need a way to honor and show appreciation to their stakeholders. And we also know that, um, that these gifts are much better received if they hold meaning to their recipients. So what we've done at Gifting with Valor is we've created a corporate gifting service with a patriotic twist. So we handle gift boxes and swag bags in bulk all the way from product curation through delivery and only source our products from veteran owned or military spouse owned businesses. So not only do we provide our clients a means to demonstrate their support of our military families, they also don't have to lift a finger. So it's uh, quite a good deal for our clientele.
1: And it's a righteous circle, right? Every step of the way, you're serving those folks that you want to serve.
0: That's absolutely right. We keep the, the dollars in the military family so, um, so that our military entrepreneurs can uh, prosper after their service is ended.
1: Now, what was the genesis of the idea? How did this idea come about?
0: Well, actually, this is my second business. Um, the first business I started was called Milso Box, and that stood for Military Significant Other. It was a uh, monthly subscription box for the female significant others of the military. And while I was doing that business, I thought it would just be a cool idea to only include um, military entrepreneurs, uh, entrepreneur businesses for their products. And uh, what turned into, wouldn't that just be cool, turned into parlaying it into um, Gifting with Valor, which is a totally different target market. Uh, So it had to be a different entity, but we turned it from, you know, wouldn't this be cool to now having a brand promise of only sourcing for military spouses and veterans.
1: So the the source of the products are people with military background, but the person who can buy the box could be anybody.
0: That's correct. Anyone can buy the boxes. We just we do in bulk though, so it has to be at least twenty five boxes so that we can truly give value.
1: And then, who is the typical buyer? Is this like kind of corporate gifts? Who who is your ideal kind of customer prospect?
0: So our target market really are Fortune five hundred. Military affairs personnel uh, who have ERGs, you know, employee resource groups who want to celebrate their employees through employee, um, excuse me, employee retention programs and appreciation programs. We also do client appreciation programs with small to medium sized veteran owned businesses that want to just uh, represent their military background and um, surprise and delight their clients with a really cool cause.
1: Now, uh, when you kind of pivoted, did you sell your first business or did this kind of evolve into the second business kind of evolved naturally into from the first business?
0: I actually did sell my first business a year after I started gifting with Valor so, I started Milso Box in 2016 and sold it in 2019 to a military spouse who runs it today. And um, a year before that, that um, purchase, I started it in 2018 with Gifting with Valor. And then and we, so it's been almost four years now. Now,
1: uh, when did you kind of first get the, the clue that, hey, this thing's going to catch on? This, uh, this is really working.
0: Well, I absolutely love the business model of Gifting with Valor because instead of working from business to consumer like I was with Box, I'm working business to business. And so I've really enjoyed uh, working with clients in a more collaborative environment where we do a lot of customization and every interaction can have um, a stronger margin and more profits versus the first business that I owned, which um, had pretty stringent margins and the higher the volume, the better that business would do. Um, Whereas this one, uh, we can have just a few clients with really high volumes and do very well.
1: And then so like no two boxes are the same. You're customizing what's in the box based on the desires of the client.
0: That's correct. We do um, total customization, but we are kind of turning towards a more preset, um, preset situation so that we can scale. So our website is going to be updated soon with, um, with different mock-ups that we've done with, with the product samples that we've gotten from all these different suppliers that we work with. We work with over a hundred suppliers that qualify as military spouse and veteran owned businesses.
1: So um, that must be the fun part, right? Curating all of those products?
0: It is. It's so much fun. Um, you know, of course, when we talk to a client, we want to make sure that we really capture the culture of their, of their business. And we want to capture what they want their recipients to feel when they open the box. So it's very much um, a heightened, all of the senses need to be delighted. And so we have a very um, well-rounded approach when it comes to curating and like to touch all the senses if we can. So um, it is a lot of fun to work with our clients that way and and, uh, to see the excitement as we build these boxes together.
1: Now, what's an example that maybe don't name the brands that were in the box, but what are the types of things that's in a given box?
0: Oh, sure. There are home decor items, coffee, um, let's say chocolate covered espresso beans, um, journals, mugs, pins, um, bottle openers, coasters. I mean, really all of the gifts that you can imagine um, that are universally accepted because almost always we have to do gender neutral and um, age neutral as well. So we like to do gifts that are more on the patriotic side that appeal to everyone who's an American who appreciates um, the military background of these suppliers.
1: And is it typically like, you know, three to five items? Is it 10 mm-hmm. items, about how many items go in a box?
0: It really depends on the client and their budget and what they want. Uh, we have had as few as three items in a box and as many as 10. So it really depends. Mm-hmm.
1: And, and then, um, so you, you said the commitment, if if I have a company, I, I got to order at like minimum mm-hmm. around 25 in order to make this kind of work for both sides?
0: Yes, sir. And the, the nice part about that minimum of 25 is that I actually work with the person who bought my first business, Milso Box. She started a second business herself where she handles all quantities under 25 gift boxes. So when someone comes to me and they want less than 25, I have an easy referral to her and she can take care of them.
1: Well, it sounds like you're always looking for ways to partner and create win-win situations with the people around you. Um, how did that kind of philosophy come into play in your life? Like, How did you kind of design your life to be such a generous person?
0: Oh, well, thank you. Um, I really believe in collaboration over competition, and I think it came from um, actually working for a pallet program management company, believe it or not, Um, you know what pallets are, Mm -hmm. you know, the wooden things you move things on with a forklift. Um, In that business, uh, I was just a customer service rep, but the whole philosophy of the business was to partner with the pallet suppliers and to build relationships with them, not to use and abuse them or just pay them and forget about them. It was to build a relationship so that we could all prosper. And I took that philosophy and I've applied it ever since. And it's been extremely rewarding. And it's part of the reason that I enjoy networking so much and connecting people to resources that they need.
1: And the impact that you're making is real because every time you have a sale, each one of those um, partners inside the box get a sale too.
0: That's absolutely right. And we encourage them to include marketing material as well in the boxes so that they can get a little more advertisement out there. Right.
1: Because that could be, that's their way of sampling their product to somebody who would maybe have never heard of them before.
0: That's right. And we also, um, in every box, we place a packing list, which includes the client's message to the recipient. And also shows what each product is, where it came from, and where the person can get more if they want some.
1: Now, um, when you 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 were in the military, right? That was I
0: was I was in the Air Force.
1: Now, um, when you left the military, did you think, "Oh, I am going to be an entrepreneur"? Was that kind of your path, or <laughs> uh, like how did you get into entrepreneurship?
0: Actually, yes, I did think I was going to be an entrepreneur when I left the Air Force. I actually read Rich Dad, Poor Dad uh, probably six months before I separated from the Air Force. And I thought being an entrepreneur, I had to do it, but I could not be in the military while I did it, which is absolutely not true. But um, but it took 10 years Uh, of trying and failing at different ventures until I finally started my first business, Milsovox. So it was a long road (laughs) with lots of, it was a big adventure.
1: (laughs) Now, any advice for um, the listener out there who might be, maybe they're not in the military, but maybe they're in a job that they're in right now and they have these dreams of being an entrepreneur Is there any kind of do's and don'ts you can share uh, to help them, you know, take the leap successfully?
0: Sure. Um, There are some really basic things that I like to tell people. And the number one thing is, if you need help to have the entrepreneurial mindset, or you don't think that you can self-motivate, don't do it. (laughs) Because that's the only way to be an entrepreneur is to self-motivate. Nobody, no outside forces are going to make you be accountable to yourself and to your business. And I know that because I have a hard time with accountability. And I know that because I have business coaches that I've used and have been very beneficial to me. So I definitely advocate to be extremely self-aware before you go down that path. That's one thing that I definitely advocate.
1: And then, any lessons from the military that you're using, maybe every day in your business, because uh, the military does a great job of training and creating systems.
0: Hmm. Yeah, that's definitely true. Um, <clears throat> I have a keen, keen sense of detail. Or, um, excuse me, what am I trying to say? The attention to detail. Uh, thank you, attention to detail. Which I forgot the words of attention to detail, which is great. Um, But attention to detail is a huge thing. Um, Like I'm a a really good editor of any kind of copy. Um, And then in the military, you also have to kind of keep your emotions at bay when things go sideways. So I'm pretty good in a crisis situation. Um, I, I definitely credit that to the military as well.
1: So as, uh, as you're kind of living this entrepreneur life now, are you seeing similarities between the military life and entrepreneurship?
0: <laughs> Strength of character <laughs> for sure. Um,
1: and things go sideways in both cases. I mean, the stakes are, are lower. In, by not, I mean, they're still high, but they're they It's not usually life or death uh, situations
0: for sure. For sure. Um, having to try as hard as you can and not being able to hide. Um, but I was, I say that you can't hide in the military, but that was because I was an officer and officers are rare. So really you can't hide as an officer and as an entrepreneur, you can't hide either. You are the story behind your business. If it's a small business, um, that's a huge lesson that I learned with my first business was that people, people buy the story, they don't buy the product or the service, they buy you. Um, yeah, so that's been quite an interesting journey, having to open up as a person who really just wants to create and make a business succeed, um, championing championing everyone else not really wanting it to be focused on me but having to do that
1: now how did you get involved with GWBC um how did that get on your mm-hmm. radar
0: well you know that uh that pallet program management company that i spoke about i actually helped the uh female owner become certified through webank um and that was like 10 years ago and then Through gifting with Valor, I started working with Johnson & Johnson. They're our biggest customer. And the military affairs uh, lead over there personally asked if I would go ahead and become uh, certified woman-owned. So I went ahead and did the certification through WeBank.
1: And then so that you had already seen the benefits of doing that at your previous job. Mm -hmm. And then and I guess it made perfect sense to do it now.
0: It did, it did for sure. And we've done business with uh, Johnson and Johnson for the past three years, and each year uh, we've had their spend increase and had better and better results. So it's definitely been a good, a, a good decision that we made.
1: Yeah, I think that especially as you, if you're trying to get enterprise level customers, <clears throat> it makes perfect sense. Uh, Mm -hmm. to partner with GWBC and uh, tap into that network because that can take your business to a whole new level pretty quickly.
0: It sure can. And, you know, I'm not only a certified woman owned, but I'm a veteran owned business as well. So we hit the supplier diversity requirements twofold, which is awesome. And uh, so we try to publicize that as much as possible.
1: Now, in your work, it, it, you seem so service minded and, and it's so collaborative. What feels better for you to get a sale for yourself or know that, you know, there's five businesses in inside this box that are going to get a sale as well? Like, I mean, the, mm-hmm. you, you're just the, the ripple effect of your work is just amazing. You cr- you've designed an amazing, um, thoughtful business yeah. that helps so many different people. It just must be so rewarding.
0: Thank you. I really appreciate that. Um, You know, I have to focus on the sales that we get at Gifting with Valor because if I focus too much on each individual brand that we're representing and that we're proposing in these gift boxes, then I think my heart would get in the way a little bit because when we're curating for these boxes, we have to look at the packaging and we have to consider um, the names of the products and how they balance with the other products. And so we have, let's say, five or six coffee companies that we work with. And so I don't want to say that they're interchangeable, but I love Sally Joe's coffee company, but I also love Tommy Smith's. Um, coffee company, but I can't favor any of them. I have to, I have to think only about what the client and their recipients will want. If that makes sense,
1: right? I mean, your client is the the one you're serving the most, and all these other mm-hmm. people are um, part of that. The ability to serve them, and um, I guess you can't just allow. You feel, oh, here's an up and comer. I'm really rooting for them. Let me give mm-hmm. them kind of special. Uh, you know, access when it's the yeah. customer that matters. You've got to really serve them and, and do right by them.
0: Right. And of course, our history with the suppliers matters a lot, too, because we have favorite suppliers that we turn to. Um, and a lot of times it's the ease of ordering and, um, you know, just having good open li- lines of communication with some of the suppliers that makes them more preferred by us. Um, but that always changes too, as people emerge and, and as we get to know our suppliers more and more, and speaking of that, um, that's a part of the business I really want to develop more of is to actually help the suppliers, because that's what I do in my volunteer work is I mentor entrepreneurs through American corporate partners. So, um, being able to provide resources or any kind of um, advice to our suppliers would be, I think, really great. And to have that kind of community built uh, would be a nice aspect to our business. So, what do you need more of? How can we help? Oh, just spreading the word is really how I need help, and um, getting getting this concept in front of. Um, those military facing organizations um, because there are so many of them that could benefit from something like this. Um, We do events, VIP, um, VIP speaker boxes. We do closings for real estate companies, uh, which is really cool. All they have to do is, is tell us, you know, the name and the address of someone who just closed on a house and we send them a new gift box. Um, and that's usually for military oriented, um, areas and yeah. So just spreading the word to those military focused people is really what, what we need right now.
1: And if somebody wants to learn more, what's the website
0: Giftingwithvalor.com.
1: Well, Lindsay, thank you so much for sharing your story today. You're doing such important work and we appreciate you.
0: Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate the time.
1: All right, this is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on GWBC, open for business.